In the great bowels of the internet, there are assembled the world's two most prodigious podcasters created from the cosmic legends of the universe. Joe, a chubby Italian nebbish with a slamming tan. And Gomez, a Puerto Rican, when convenient, who doesn't speak a lick of Spanish. Their mission, to combine their love of all things pop culture to present the most important podcast on the planet. When their powers are assembled, they form the mighty Carjoman! Hello everyone and welcome to episode 54 of the Carl Joe Mez Podcast. I'm Mez and my co-host as always is... I'm Joe of the Carl Joe Mez Podcast. Hey buddy, what's up? How you doing? Not much. Are we keeping it real? Keeping it real? Keep, 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 keeping it real? You know, same as always. Oh, it's mad real, son. It's realer than real. For real, for real. It's gonna be one of these shows, huh? Well, you know, I I just cracked open a fresh bottle of Tito's handmade vodka. Ooh, I got a beverage too here. I got this uh, Reverend Nat's hard cider. That sounds so ghetto. It's called Sacrilege Sour Cherry. I'm just now seeing this. <laughs> Wait, so you I bought it without knowing what it was called? I just saw sour cherry hard cider, so I got excited. <laughs> I did not see that it's sacrilege sour cherry. But of course, why wouldn't it be? Oh, man. Let, let me take a swig for the working man here. <sighs> you know, Gomez, I just got a text message from one of our mm. buddies. That's good. Telling Which me. Which one? I don't want to say his name. I don't want to give him too many props. Good. But he is a mutual buddy, and mm. he's... Uh, out with his wife tonight and said that oh. he saw somebody who out gomez Gomez. I got the text too. <laughs> I said, what did he have a, a tub of candy? And that's what I said. I said, how much candy did this gentleman have? And his response was, no, he's simply walking down the street eating an entire sleeve of Oreos like it ain't no thing. I told him that's my fucking spirit animal right there, bro. <laughs> I was like, he should probably be hosting this podcast with Gomez. I'm very upset because uh, some new Oreo flavors have come out in the past couple weeks, but I have been unable to find them, and it's really pissing me off. Um, that's interesting. I'm a big Oreo guy, but I'm a normal Oreo guy. I, I'm I don't really test out the new flavors. Definitely not like you do. But well, I, I just like to have every Oreo flavor there is, and I'm pretty sure I've tasted. Almost all of them, because I've I've seen all the flavors, but for some reason I cannot find. They made a Mississippi mud pie flavor and a chicken and waffle flavor. A chicken and waffle Oreo. Yeah, <laughs> that's interesting. Uh, they also have a jelly donut. I've found that in Pennsylvania, but I haven't found it over here at all. It's it's very upsetting because. I might have to go on eBay like a real fat fuck to buy Oreos. And I don't know if I'm about that life right now. No. Um, and we should tell people now about our friend Jeremy and his obsession with Doritos. <laughs> yes. But Oreos, too. He's on the path. To he is on the Oreos Oreo. thing. But when I, he's the, when I he's think the one who him, told me to check eBay. <laughs> of course he is. Because he, he Jeremy is probably the world's foremost 
consumer of Doritos. Would you agree with that? I mean, he, he's got to be up there. I can't even imagine anyone coming close. Our I mean, buddy Jeremy was featured in the, was it the 20th or the 25th anniversary of the Simpsons special? I want to say 20. I, I do believe it was 20, but now, I mean, even that feels so long ago, it could have been 40th for all we know. Um, but Jeremy was featured in there because he had a really big Simpsons collection. So Morgan Spurlock went over to his place and checked out his apartment. But Jeremy also has this obsession with Doritos where he will basically import Doritos from Japan and wherever else they get weird flavors via eBay. Mountain Dew, too. He's always got the weird flavors of Mountain Dew. Like Yes, he does. It's just a matter of time before this guy has a heart attack and knocks off, right? But I would have thought that years ago. It's amazing <laughs> he is alive still, yes. He... Uh... But he doesn't eat at certain places anymore because of diabetes. No, <laughs> because when businesses started uh, firing people so they wouldn't have to pay for their health insurance, he actually stopped eating at certain places. I didn't know that, but uh, I mean, I don't care because that's what business is. When tech- exactly, but he's he's under the assumption that business is fair and should treat everyone nicely. It's a nice idea, but I mean, come on. With retail as a whole going down the drain and everything going into online sales and warehousing, I mean, Amazon has come out and said they they opened up a massive warehouse over here, local to me in Lakeland, and they've said within the next five years, they hope to have the warehouse completely automated. So, you know, the robot revolution is coming. Yeah, (laughs) as long as we can open a new coal mine, we're good. That's all that matters. Nothing else matters. So Gomez can't find Oreos. Jeremy's got all his Doritos, and me, I'm. I had a protein bar for dinner tonight, Gomez. What happened to your uh, your meals that you get? You don't get that no more. No, I'm saving money, so it's it's kind of expensive to do. And then I had to do some work to my automobile named Adora after Shira, Princess of Power, and um. So we had to we had to find some ways to cut back tighten the belt a little bit oh i thought it was because of your crazy funko pop spending spree the past month well i'm not gonna lie that may or may not have factored into the equation and uh i did spend a considerable amount of money on summer convention exclusives so yeah, the uh, the bank account is hurting right now, Gomez. <laughs> Hold on a second. What is going on right now here? Why are we fighting in the kitchen? She came to get her yogurt and now she sees you. Okay. Goodbye. Yeah. Bread, you can say hello. Say hello to Uncle Joe. Say hello. Hello. Hey. <laughs> Anything else you got to say? Yeah. What else? Oh. Make it quick. Let's go. What you got to say? Yeah, no. Oh, yeah? Dada. Uh-huh, Dada? Yeah. Oh. Come. Say goodnight to Dada. Say goodnight, baby. And Dada. Goodnight. Good night. Yeah, so you spent a considerable amount on your fun codes, but uh, you got pretty much everything you wanted, right? You're just missing the one thing. Well, I only really wanted three of the exclusives once they started being announced, and Obviously, it was Scareglow from the He-Man line. Obviously, you guys listen to this podcast. You know I'm all about the He-Man. 
But yeah. who's Scareglow? What is he? Scareglow is the evil ghost of Skeletor. Oh, really? <laughs> I mean, he looks awesome, but I didn't really know who he was. I just like, that's an awesome looking toy. It's He's one of those characters that I don't think was ever actually in an episode. Not that I can remember anyway, but he had an action figure way back in the day. And it's really? always been it's always been kind of talked about like what the fuck is he actually? Because like huh. the description on his packaging is like we don't know if he's actually Skeletor's ghost or if he's a ghost henchman. Interesting. I mean, <laughs> a ghost henchman would scare the living shit out of me. Of course. Either way, that's what he is. So that was obviously the number one that I wanted. And then the other two were they did Baxter Stockman from the Ninja Turtles, you know, as the fly, which is awesome. awesome. So awesome. And then the third was The Tick. I love The Tick. And he's getting a new series on Amazon coming out in a couple weeks. Yes, I'm sure we'll do an episode about it. We should have you. Love for The Tick. Yeah, I actually have the cartoons from the 90s on DVD. And I was a fan of the, the David Putty. Tick, the live action yes. Tick. That was a good I've one. I've never not liked the Tick, so I'm excited for this new one. Exactly. I mean, his Sega Genesis game is pretty lame, but, you know, whatevs. Did not I everything's play? perfect. I don't think I'm trying to think if I ever played a Tick video game. I'm going to say no. Was it like a punch em up kind of thing? It's Yeah, but, like, I keep falling off the building, like, in stage one. and That doesn't sound fun. This is 20 years later. I have the game still. I played it probably within the past few months, and I still cannot get past the first level. I'm going to download it, so uh, I'll, I'll try to play it when we do our Tick episode. So, I've been looking for the Tick for you, and I've checked three different Barnes & Nobles with no luck. It's very sad. It's been horrible. So uh, eventually I'm going to end up, you know, paying an inflated price for it on eBay or through a collector site or something. But it didn't look like I was going to get any of these guys for a while because Tick and Scareglow were Barnes & Noble exclusives. And Barnes & Noble's website went down at the release of all these special Funko Pops. Of course it did. <laughs> so I grew increasingly frustrated and after about 11 hours, I was finally able to score a scare glow. Yes. And the tick, I was not so lucky. So I got pissed off. And then I just started buying up every exclusive that I could possibly get my hands on, even though I didn't even really want most of them. So I got to GameStop. I got basically every GameStop exclusive with the exception of the glow-in-the-dark Negaduck. Mm. But I got pretty much everything from there. I got everything from FYE, Flock, Chip, and Dale. I got the Wonder Twins three-pack with that little monkey thing or whatever they come with. I didn't even know FYE was still a thing to have exclusive pops like that. Oh, yeah. I guess it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they always like, have an exclusive thing going on, pretty much. Lucky the, the Jimi Hendrix uh, is an exclusive to Fye, where he's kneeling down, praying over his uh, flaming guitar. That's an Fye that's exclusive. Awesome. The flaming guitar. That's an awesome one. And then I got the I, uh, Hot Topic exclusives. I got uh, Cartman as the coon, <laughs> and I got Steve from Stranger Things holding his uh, Cactus Jack baseball bat, and he's got some blood on his forehead. I wonder how they decide what Funko Pops they're going to make. 
because sometimes it's so random. Like that to have a Jimi Hendrix flaming guitar, it's awesome. But who was like, yo, you know what we need? <laughs> hey, like, I don't know. They they do like Q and A's on Twitter all the time, and people are always asking like, hey, can you make this? And are you making this? And do you have this license? And so they're actually pretty forthcoming with their their information and what their plans are. But I mean, some of the stuff is completely out of left field. Like when the Baywatch movie came out with The Rock and Zac Efron. That's what I mean. I was just gonna say sometimes they they pick really weird properties to latch onto. It's like, can this get a following before we start pumping well, out these Funko Pops? Well, here's the thing: they didn't do a Rock and Zac Efron Baywatch, but they did a David Hasselhoff and Pamela Anderson. Yeah, yeah they did C.J. Parker. I always see. Yeah, I have. I bought both of those because I'm an idiot. Like it's, <laughs> it's gotten to the point where like I don't even have them displayed nicely anymore. There's just been so many that I just have them stacked because I don't know where to put them all. And I only collect certain ones because if not, I would collect ninety percent of them. Well, I that's tried not. To. It's turned into a really big problem because at first I was pretty good about oh I'm just getting characters I like and. You know, properties I'm a really big fan of, you know, He-Man yeah. and whatever else. But now it's like all of a sudden I have, like, the A-Team. Like, I like the A-Team, but do I love the A-Team that much that I have the A-Team? Like, did I need all these guys? Did I need a Howling Mad Murdoch? No, but I get it. <laughs> exactly. Like, did I need Augustus Gloop from Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory? Yes, that one you needed. Okay, well, then maybe that one. But did I need a flocked Scooby-Doo? I mean, I'm, I like Scooby-Doo, but I'm not exactly the biggest of Scooby-Doo fans. I think it's just because it's flocked. You just well, like that those was, weird I ones. I think that was the thing was like I really wanted something flocked because they're usually hard to get. And that was the first one I was able to get my hands on. So, yeah. But like that all of a sudden, sense. now it's like these convention exclusives. Like... I don't. I can't even tell you who the fuck the Wonder Twins are. I know they're DC something, but <laughs> all of a sudden I bought their three pack, thinking maybe uh, I can trade it for the tick. But that different. You were buying to trade, not that you bought it to have it. I know the Wonder Twins because they're on an episode of Teen Titans Go. So <laughs> that's about it. The, I know they exist, but I don't know shit about them. What's turned into the obsession is I'm trying to fill in all the Rick and Mortys. From the the Funkos So there's a pretty decent series Of Rick and Morty pops But it's like Oh I gotta get the Mr. Poopy butthole With gunshot wound Well I have the regular Mr. Poopy butthole But I need the one with gunshot wound That was uh, an exclusive To Hot Topic I think The best You know but then I have Bird Person And Squanchy And Snowball (laughs) You know like Mr. Meeseeks, but there's a Mr. Meeseeks chase with a gun. And then there's another Mr. Meeseeks exclusive where he's got the Meeseeks box. These are things oh. I need. There was a Emerald City Comic Con a couple months ago, had an exclusive two pack where it was Buff Rick and Buff Summer. It's great. great. Like, I need that. <laughs> oh, I love it. I need it. Yes, sometimes you do. I agree. You need those. You know, there's a a Rick holding his portal gun. That was an exclusive, and I haven't been able to get that yet because I'm like, oh, do I really just, like, I should just drop the money, just buy it and get it over with. But it's like, oh, I just bought fucking $9 billion worth of fucking San Diego Comic-Con exclusive pops. Like, I really just shouldn't drop 
another 30 40 bucks on Rick with a portal gun. The only good thing is you you bought them all for cost. It's not like you know, you you've been Correct. on eBay yeah, buying I haven't $40 ever, for one yes. toy. So that's so, helpful at least. Although I am a fan, I did get the two pack of Hologram Princess Leia and R2D2. And I that try not awesome, to collect yes. the Star Wars ones because it's just too expansive. So before yes, that, the once only you start, forget yeah, about it. The only Star Wars one I had before that was just a regular Jin Urso that I got for three dollars. And honestly, I would have spent That's more on that because this is a rebellion, right? I rebel. This is a rebellion, isn't it? I rebel. Funko is just killing me, though, killing me. I'll never be able to retire. If you sell them one day, I can't wait to see what they're worth in 10 years when there's 400 Funkos. 400? There's way more than that already. There's got How many Funkos do you think there are? Me, personally, I have about 150, and I'm Holy only... Holy I didn't know you... Was, oh, my God, <laughs> I didn't know you were that much. Now I have a problem. <laughs> now we need to talk. Yeah, man, I got... Yeah, I'm, I'm about up to 150 now. You know, I, oh I take a look God. over. I see I got the uh, the 1966 Batman series going. I've got Joey Ramone over there, the A-Team. Uh, I've got Sidney Crosby, both home and away jerseys. I've got Muppets. I've got Sesame Street, Space Ghost, Futurama, Wonder Woman, Wonder Woman exclusives, Spider-Man, Spider-Man How do they decide to make sports guys? Like, they don't make for every team, right? No, they just did, like... Here's a series of NHL guys, and they picked like six guys. Hmm. I feel like every team should get a guy, so you could, you know, you could represent. So the little, you know, Hartford Whaler guy could be like, "Look, I got the this Hartford guy." Whaler. Hartford, the whale. <laughs> they only beat Vancouver once, maybe twice in a lifetime. That's from Mallrats. For anyone who doesn't get that reference, when when Brody's playing NHL. It wasn't even NHL. It was like Sega Sports Hockey in bed instead of hooking up with Renee, as played by what Shannon Doherty. What a fool. Yeah, because at that point, Shannon Doherty was still hot. How's she look <laughs> yes. now? Oh, I would say do not Google her is what I would say. Oh, that's a shame. No, she might have cancer or something. So let me know. Oh, my God. Her. Now it's really a shame. So now. <laughs> So, oh, yes, this is, Shannon Doherty has cancer. So. Oh, my God. Poor Shannon Doherty. She's fine. Uh, <laughs> no, she's not. <laughs> that That is the opposite of fine. Well, no, I think she's doing better. Oh, she's doing okay. Well, good for you. Hang in there, Shannon Doherty. <laughs> I mean, I was. she was never my favorite on 90210. Of course not. Like I, when Tiffany Amber Thiessen came along as Valerie, like, phew, holy smokes! But that was no fair because she had the advantage. It, like, a hundred percent, she a hundred percent did. <laughs> but then, like Emily Valentine, like there, there were a lot. You know, the Noxzema girl. Do they make Funkos of Melrose Place? If they ever did, I am going to the poorhouse because I will buy not just one of each; I will buy all of each. But doesn't that seem like, right, that's something. I would love Melrose. If I got a fucking Dr. Michael Mancini, holy shit. <laughs> holy shit. Oh, my oh. God. And then I get, oh, I get Sydney, Kimberly, and Jane. And 
I, I have Mancini in the middle, like, oh, which of my ex-wives am I hooking up with tonight? It doesn't matter. I can do what I want because I'm Dr. Michael Mancini, motherfuckers. <laughs> oh, man. I hope I hope that happens for you, bro. That would be a great moment in my life. It really would be. Holy shit. Now I'm like, yo, I wish you could see the smile on my face right now. Just picturing a Michael Mancini pop. You know, we we could hear a smile. So we know if we got Peter Burns, too. And then I could have them like do doctor stuff on the side, like actually go to work. Doctor stuff. (laughs) Yeah. And then, oh, my God, they can hang out with my Mr. Strange. (laughs) Mr. Strange. Holy, did we need this stuff? Get me Funko on the line. We'll send them a tweet later. Oh, man. They have to listen to us. They have to. They have to listen to us. We are very influential people. This is a very influential podcast. Lots of, of people listen to it. Duh. So that's what I've been up to, just buying and playing with toys. What about you, Gomez? Just taking care of this baby. That's a shame. Do you have toys? I do because you bought me some toys for my birthday. That's right. You had a birthday. Happy belated. Thank you. Yes. You got me the Darkwing Duck Funko Pops. Yes. I love them. Because you love Darkwing Duck. And I know that when you buy gifts for people, you buy them what they like, not what you like. I love I look at, <laughs> I love this launch pad. It's so good. <laughs> I actually, I'm not, I'm not a big Darkwing Duck fan. I, I did buy the three from the series. For myself, but then why? <laughs> but because I really like the way they look. Like the Darkwing Duck do. looks good. fucking cool as shit. And Launchpad, I would have gotten anyway because he's a Ducktales character, and I love Ducktales. I love them. I hope they make other ones because I want other guys. I want the bad guys. Come on. Well, the Ducktales series comes out, I think, next month. I already have a Scrooge McDuck on pre-order. What bothers me is that the three nephews are all coming. They're all part of the series. It's like, oh, do you really need to waste three slot, three slots on these kids, like, right away? I know. I wish it was, like, a, a pack, a three-pack. Get it over yeah. with. So I don't think I'm going to get any of those three. I did get Uncle Scrooge, though, so I'm happy about that. Pre-ordered that one. I also pre-ordered Papa Smurf and, and Gargamel. Love so it. really excited about that. I was a big Smurfs guy as a kid. My mom has plenty of pictures of me with uh, my first birthday was a Smurfs birthday. Yo, J-Bone literally just texted me. <laughs> I guess this motherfucker's ears are ringing or something. He knows what to, he goes. He just texted me. DuckTales is coming back to TV. Mark your calendars. <laughs> <laughs> Where's he been? This is old news. Oh, He's not on the internets like that. Oh my God, J Bone, you're dropping the ball, pal. He must have seen it. He must have had Disney on and saw a commercial for it. In fact, I would say, I would even say that you and I have spoken about New Ducktales on a prior podcast. We have, but I guess now we have an official date. Comes out August twelfth. See, this guy he's supposed to be such a big fan of the podcast, and now he's just finding out that Ducktales oh, is coming back. Come you're on, getting guys. called out, J Bone. Oh Come snap. On. Hey Joe, the uh, the baseball trade deadline just expired. Now you're a resident baseball expert. I am. So I wanted, yeah. I, what the fuck do I know? So I needed you to fill me in on anything I might have missed. All right. Well, here's all you need to know. 
Go over to your computer, unless you're J-Bone and don't know how to use the internet, and you type in carjomez.com and read my article about what the Mets did at the trading deadline that a ton of people have already read, and I'm very happy about that. So thank you to the people who are doing that. Um, But what do you want to know about the trading deadline, Gomez? Well, I saw the Mets made some trades. They got rid of some people. Yeah. Not enough people, but there just is no market out there. Baseball's changed a lot. So I guess the biggest trade was Duda or Reed. Which one was bigger? The bigger trade for the Mets was the return they got for Addison Reed because they got mm-hmm. three guys back as opposed to the one that they got back from Tampa. But the guy they got from Tampa for Duda seems to have the most upside. From okay. And now, like I've heard reports that they – they got a pretty good return for Addison Reed. But when I look at these guys' numbers, nothing really comes off as too impressive. It seems to be quantity over quality. Like, it's a bunch of guys who all throw really hard but really don't have control. Oh, that's great. Uh. <laughs> that That's the way it comes off to me. But I haven't watched any of them pitch. It's strictly from, you know, looking at numbers. Before we talk about any other teams, uh, the Mets called up somebody uh, making his debut tonight, right? Ahmed Rosario hitting seventh, and already Terry Collins is saying he's not going to play every day because, you know, Terry Collins Why sucks. would young players play every day? Just oh. come on, duh. <laughs> and it's funny because when they announced they're calling him up, I was talking to a couple. I have like a Mets chat with a couple friends, and I was like, I wonder how long – before Terry sits him for Reyes and then starts saying, oh, you know, we're trying to win ball games here. Oh, God. <laughs> Jesus. I can't believe Reyes plays every fucking day. It's ridiculous. It is. Unbelievable. But, you know, what else should we expect? Because Terry Collins just sucks. I mean, in truth, Reyes is probably their best option. Cabrera's had a really down year. So it just it is what it is. This year sucked. It fucking went into the shitter real quick, and there was no getting out of it. So it just just pretend 2017 didn't exist. Back to the trade deadline. I guess was the biggest move the uh, Dodger move for you, Darvish? No, is that he, the biggest here, thing. Here's the biggest move. The fucking Yankees. These motherfuckers. Like you haven't won enough. <laughs> Your asshole fans aren't douchebags like an, an like douchey enough. Like every time you call up a prospect, he turns into fucking Mickey Mantle. Fucking Aaron Judge comes up, strikes out fucking ninety nine times out of a hundred at bats last year. All of a sudden, he's fucking Babe Ruth. The Mets Pretty call crazy. up the greatest pitching staff in the history of Earth, and they all die. They all die vicious, sudden deaths while everything the Yankees do turns to fucking gold. They they go and get the quote-unquote top starting pitcher on the market yesterday in Sonny Gray by trading two fucking guys who have massive injuries, won't play again this season, and who the fuck knows how they're going to come back next season from these injuries, but the fucking Yankees, they just make it happen. What the fuck? How how does the world, how does the universe allow this fucking chicanery to continue year after year? The Yankees just pull fucking rabbits out of their asses every fucking week. It's unreal. 
Oh, and I'm well, not even way, I'm not it. even a Yankee hater. Like I hate the Phillies, I hate the Braves. Th- those are the teams in my division. Of like yes. I couldn't care less about the Yankees. But when I see this happen, it's like, yeah, you know what? No wonder everybody fucking hates you. <laughs> oh man, <it's, laughs> I guess I guess that is no fucking <laughs> wonder. Aaron Judge and his lovable teeth gap. God, I want to hate you so fucking much. How can you hate a man that hits the ball that hard and that far? It's so amazing. I can't. I can't. It seems like a nice guy. He does. It's just amazing. I saw his home run yesterday. It was just like, Jesus Christ. It's crazy. You know, I was, uh, when they were on the West Coast trip, they were playing in Oakland. The Mets had just finished up, and so the Yankees are playing the late game. I go, you know what? Let me turn on the Yankees and A's and see if I get to see Judge do anything cool. Turns out he's coming up second from where I joined the game live in progress. The fourth pitch of the at-bat, he fucking mishits it. He's out in front of it. He's way off balance. He fucking mishits it, hits an opposite field home run. Like, are you fucking kidding me? It's pretty crazy. Meanwhile, I got Matt Harvey who has... Atrophied shoulder Supposed to Supposed to have Fucking nine Cy Youngs by now Motherfuckers won 30 games in his career Hey but uh, Your boy DeGrom He's uh, He went from Your Cy Young winner To like Oh that ain't gonna happen To now He's back in that race bro He's good He's a good pitcher I love DeGrom I still would've traded him That's sad but I I understand. I'm heartless. I'm callous. I have I, I don't care about singular players winning a World Series, except Mike Piazza. Yes. I would have liked to see Mike Piazza win a World of Series. Course. But only as a Met. Like not as a fucking San Diego Padre. Ew no. No, but I understand. Yes, it's your team, the Mets. Exactly. You- so I, I don't I don't care if Matt Harvey ever wins a World Series as long as the Mets do. If he happens yes. to be part of that, that that's great, whatever. But I will trade fucking anybody if it means I'm going to be closer to winning the goddamn World Series. All I want is one fucking World Series before I fucking die. And I don't think that's a lot to ask because you know the way these motherfuckers spite me every fucking year. You know what's going to happen, Gomez. I'm going to fucking die the day before fucking Game 7 and they're going to win Game 7. And you're going to have to come to bridge, bro. You're going to have to come to my fucking grave because... I wasn't even going to have a grave. I just wanted to be fucking cooked up and turned into ash. But now I'm going to have a grave just so we can film like one of these dramatic comic book scenes where you come to my grave and put a fucking championship hat and a fucking pennant. And it says fucking is a big tombstone. And it says here lies Joe. He never got to fulfill his lifelong dream of seeing the Mets win a World Series. And he died a miserable fucking old Fuck, piece of shit, miserable bastard. That's what it's going to say. All, all those goddamn letters carved into my fucking tombstone. And then there'll be like a fucking drawing of He-Man on the side. I was just going to have Shiloh bring your ashes to the when they run around the field, the, the kids' oh, dash. The Mr. Mets' dash? Yeah. And have a sprinkle you at home plate. Oh, my God. It's so good to have kids once in a while, like when you need I them for wait. something. Because Next season, we're going. <laughs> there was one time where I had to pretend I was with kids. Like, I just got on the line so I could walk around the field, and I pretended that I was with a family. So good. Lady Gaga has a concert next uh, month. Well, actually, this month now. It's August. At the end of the month. 
and I want to go because I want to be on the field. I want to watch a concert and stand in center field. It's going to be awesome. I was going to go for um, the Blinkin' Park concert, the Blinkin' Park and Blink-182 super show that they were going to have. Oh. Well, and, uh, that, yeah. <laughs> that, uh, that got canceled. <laughs> yeah. Plans got yeah. hung up on that one. Oh, what a jerk. <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on. Who cares? Fuck him. Nah. <laughs> no one is safe from our wrath. Don't you love that when, when someone commits suicide, everyone all of a sudden becomes a mental health expert? Of course. He was I, so like, sad. Listen to the words, man. <laughs> oh, you know, this is nothing. If you know somebody who suffers from depression, yeah. please dial this number. Like... Come on. Like, I get it. Yes, depression is real. Mental illness is real. But at some point, not everyone is fucking depressed. Some of you are just fucking plain old pussies. <laughs> real talk. Oh, boy. Hey. <laughs> I love it. I'm not going to disagree. I get it. Some people are a little, little too sensitive. No, like, but, uh, I, look, who are we I'm, to I'm, say? I'm not, I'm not trying to demean the people who actually suffer from this stuff. But there is a percentage of people who just read WebMD and fucking think they suffer from all this shit. Like when I thought I had rubella that one time. Rubella, I love it. <laughs> oh, what else you got, Gomez? Oh, did you hear about Under Armour? No, what happened? So they're like losing money. At a rapid rate, and uh, people just... not wearing deodorant. Oh, no, Under Armour. I'm sorry, <laughs> the sportswear. I got yeah. nervous for a minute. What? What the fuck? Deodorant is called Under Armour, or even close. Just... <laughs> like I'm a degree guy myself, but you know what else? So because I like the uh, the closing of all these like big box stores and stuff, like. Un- and because Steph Curry has fucking disgusting shoes that no one wants to buy and or wear. Uh, the company is like like operating at a loss for this quarter and had to lay off a bunch of people today. Really? Yeah, so way to go, Steph Curry. Way to kill Under Armour. Terrible fucking sneakers. Your sneakers they, are trash, bro. They've all been... I haven't seen what... Fucking like, garbage. It, I haven't seen one nice pair of Steph Curry sneakers. No. There was one in the finals that was okay, and that was it. Okay. That is it. You know, it's not like your Jordan where you could put fucking laces on a fucking genuine piece of shit, and people are still going to line up to pay fucking 400 bucks for it. Did you see uh, who's going to be in the new Transformer movie, Joe? I did. I'm excited. Ap- apparently, we need even more Transformers movies that we have to do a spinoff. Featuring Bumblebee. Well, this one is not going to be helmed by Michael Bay. So maybe that'll help. But John Cena in the Bumblebee movie, I don't care what he does. if If he's just John Cena fucking driving around Tampa in Bumblebee, just talking to fucking local people, fucking I'm okay with that. You need anything more? No. I mean... It makes me want to see a Transformers movie. I haven't seen one in a long time. I recently saw the latest chapter of the Transformers saga. Oh, and no. I wish I had an ice cream scoop 
That way I could remove my eyeballs. Did you see the one before it too? Or did I've you seen just them see all. The... I've seen oh, them all. I haven't seen the last two or three, thankfully. The the Marky Mark ones are fucking real bad. Yeah, I never the two seen Marky that. Mark ones are just absolute dog shit. That's right. Let's get a real Boston rapper to come and take over these Transformer movies, bro. John Cena's got this on lock. Straight out of West Newberry. Fuck that. Oh, word life, son. This is basic thugonomics, whether fighting or spitting. My discipline is unforgiving. Got you backing up in a defensive position. An ass-kicking anthem. Heavyweight. Hey, the guy's so good. He's the fucking best. Oh, I forgot to record SmackDown tonight. Shit. Why? Uh, Cena versus Nakamura. So I wanted to see it, you know. Not that oh, isn't that for it. the right to fight Face Jinder Mahal? Mahal. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That's not the SummerSlam main event. This is the fight to get to the SummerSlam main event. It's the best. <laughs> oh, wrestling, I do not miss you. Oh, Raw got a good rating last night. People are into the uh, the Brock Lesnar and the, the Samoa Joe and all that stuff. So that's good. Really? Because I, th- I saw that match and I thought it was terrible. I didn't think it was terrible. What did you think it was going to be? It was a squash match. It was a squash match. Samoa Joe beat him up for fucking four minutes. And then, and then Brock to... Lesnar hit him with one move and it was over. But that's not a squash. <laughs> yes, it is. It was a fucking squash match. And fucking oh Samoa Joe looked fucking so out of fucking shape. He looked like death. He's he been looked fat. Like... He's, he hasn't yeah, been he... in shape in a while. And But he was sweating so much, it was like Crisco well, oil always, on him. That's his gimmick. But, he yeah, always, I, listen, I'm, I'm a heavy sweater myself, so I get it. That coconut oil. But, <laughs> but he, wasn't, he wasn't sweating. He was sweating like fucking cream. <laughs> like, it was like money was coated in fucking, like, vegetable shortening that you put in deep fryers. <laughs> like I said, coconut oil. Oh, my that's God. Oh, you see your boy John Jones. He called out Brock Lesnar after his fight this weekend. Is that something that can actually happen? Yeah, sure, of course. Oh, like Brock Lesnar doesn't have to lose like a hundred pounds or something to do it? No, Jones would just go up, probably gain about twenty pounds. You know, he'll, he'll still be like forty pounds bigger than him. But I mean, if. <laughs> First, Brock has to get him down, which isn't easy. If that doesn't happen, he's going to get lit up. So, I mean, it's interesting, but John Jones wants to make some money, and Brock Lesnar makes money. Yes, he does. There ain't nobody for John Jones to fight that's going to get even close to the money he would I, get. Like, I'm not a UFC guy, so, like, to me, John Jones, I couldn't care less. But if anyone fights Brock Lesnar, I'm interested. Yes, well, John Jones is probably the greatest fighter of all time, legit. Uh, but uh, there's no one really left for him to fight to make money. He's talked about going up to heavyweight, but uh, the heavyweight champion isn't really popular. So he's like, eh, you know, what's the point? Who's the heavyweight champion? Stipe Miocic. Okay, good. He's for the him. guy from. I don't know if you've heard. He's the guy from Cleveland. So when uh, his name is Stipe Miocic and he's from yeah. Cleveland, he's from Cleveland. Yeah. So I was waiting for you to say like, <laughs> oh, he's Croatian. I mean, he could be. I don't know his background, but uh, I just know he's from Cleveland. 
So when Cleveland was doing good uh, two years ago or whatever, when LeBron won the title and the Indians were in the playoffs, he also won the heavyweight title. So it was like this whole, he lumped himself in there like it mattered. (laughs) But that's bullshit because the Miz beat him to it by like five years. (laughs) (laughs) The Miz doesn't get enough credit for being the real champion of Cleveland, the one who really ended that drought, the Miz. So we got a show for these people today, Gomez. Yeah, we're not just going to ramble on. You know, I guess we'll talk about something specific, I guess. I mean, if you really want an episode, we'll I give mean, it to you. You know. By popular demand. We give the folks what they want. All six of them. <laughs> we love you guys. Everyone else, fuck off. Yeah, this week we're going we're gonna to talk about some sequels. I love you know. sequels. Sometimes something comes along and it's great, and then it goes away for a while, and then it comes back, and sometimes it's better than ever, sometimes it's not. It's a gamble. There's been lots of bad sequels, but there's been a lot of good sequels. Nowadays, people hear sequels and they're like, oh, sequels, remakes, I mean, but that's all it is. Everything is a franchise now, so that's just just life in 2017, the year of the shitty-ass Mets. You should be used to it by now. But, I mean, people act like, I mean, sure, maybe there's some more sequels than normal. But sequels, I mean, come on. Did you know that in 2006 they made a new I'll Always Know What You Did Last Summer? No, I did not. And I was I was actually okay not having that information. <laughs> but that's what I mean. Shit like that's going on. It's always there. <laughs> Who needed I know what you did last summer sequel 15 years after the original. It's maybe just... Freddie Prinze. Maybe he asked for it. Was he in it? No, nobody's in it. It's just like you say, everything has to be a franchise. So if you slap your name on it, I guess they Well, that's assume... like that uh, Bear Witch movie from last year. Bear... <laughs> Is that what it's called? It's not the Bear Wench. It's Blair Witch. <laughs> yeah, that too. <laughs> That's how much I enjoyed it. I don't even know what it's fucking called. The Bear Wench Project, however, from Cinemax fame. Whoa. You should go see that. Twice. (laughs) Twice. That's your jam, I remember. and I I believe we talked about it a little. I have them all on DVD. I have all three of them on DVD. I love it. Those are DVDs I will not be getting rid of anytime soon. We got to convert them into Blu-ray, Blu-ray and digital so you can oh, always have man. them forever. Oh, man. Oh. When it gets lonely in Tampa, I know where to go. I'm back. I'm here. Hold on. Oh, boy. So, Gomez, let me ask you a question. Oh, yeah. Viva La Pineapple. A nice normal name instead of sacrilege. Cherry. <laughs> What's your question, Joe? Go. So... Back to sequels. What was like the sequel that you were most looking forward to? You mean that's coming out or when I was a kid? Like at any time in your life. Not not that's coming out now, but like something like you were like, oh man, I cannot wait for the next one of these. I believe we've talked about it uh, bef- maybe on the show before, but when Gremlins, Gremlins 2 was coming out, <laughs> yeah, that was like... Ah, fucking, we went for my birthday. It was, I could not wait for Gremlins 2 to come out, man. It was, 
It was the best. And I still love that movie. That movie is stupendous. I've never seen it. Well, you'll be seeing it this year. You bet. Oh, can't wait. dollar, bro. Because I was thinking, you know, my, my most anticipated sequel is probably Anchorman 2. Because I love Anchorman that much. It's probably my favorite movie of all time. So I was hyped for years waiting for Anchorman 2. But that doesn't scare you when when it's like 10 years later or something and they try to bring the band back together? That's kind of oh, scary for me. Oh, 100%. 100% it does. And, you know, there was reason to be scared. Anchorman 2 is okay. It wasn't yeah, great. Yeah, it's fine. I like it. But it's, you know, like when it came out, I was like, oh, man, I got I to gotta fucking see this. And then I was like, oh, you know. I saw it. <laughs> well, that happened. Because, like, um, Bad Santa 2 came out last year, I think. And I was like, man, I love me some Bad Santa, but oh, I'm scared to see this sequel because I, I didn't really need this sequel. I, I hate when I when I go, oh, man, was this sequel necessary? I feel that happens a lot. So we're going to talk about some of our favorite sequels today. Oh, did I spoil my number one, Grimlin? <laughs> I mean... Maybe no, I should have saved that so. question for later, but no, it's I got other ones to talk about. <laughs> oh my god! Well, well, I, I'm gonna well, I'm gonna start us off then with my number five all time sequel. Sure, Major League Two. I have that on my list too. I just wrote some sequels down. I didn't really number them, but we could talk about Major League Two right now. We talked about the first one last year. Yes, for we world did. Series time. Talked about how much we loved the first one, and number two is just as good. You know, it's it's a different take because the Major League One is a story about how to deal with failure, and part two is how to deal with success. And we get Tanaka, the Japanese guy, fighting with Serrano over marbles. You had no marbles. Wavos? Fucking so good. <laughs> like, he's great. I love Major League Two. It's just this the characters even they okay, so it's a, a year later. Ricky Vaughn's not the punk anymore. He's this, you know, high society Matt Harvey guy now. He sold out, bro. Oh my god, maybe that's what happened to Matt Harvey. He's a sellout. Oh no. Remember like Wild Thing lost his fastball? Matt Harvey lost his fastball. That was oh, jeez. It all makes sense now, bro. <laughs> this is bullshit. Oh, I don't want to talk about this movie anymore. It, it was good at one point. It's not anymore. <laughs> Give me one of your sequels. You just ruined Major League Two. <laughs> this fucking sucks. <laughs> oh, man. Fucking Mets. They ruin everything, huh? God damn you. You sons oh of bitches. You, they just won't let me be happy ever. <laughs> so, I'm going to talk about Jaws 2. Have you ever seen Jaws 2, Joe? I've never seen Jaws 1. You're the worst person in the world. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Well, because Jaws 1 is so highly regarded as just a stupendous movie, you know... People really shit on Jaws 2. <clears throat> and let me tell you, it's wonderful. It's basically uh, a slasher movie, but the shark is the killer. 
because they take a bunch of teenagers, they put them on a raft, and the shark is picking them off one by one. It's wonderful. This one, you see the shark. You see the shark a lot, and I guess maybe some people have problems with that because, you know, the shark doesn't look stupendous. You know, it's a fucking robot shark. But I don't care. This was the movie. As much as I saw Jaws a lot when I was a kid, Jaws two played just amount, just about the same amount of times on TV. So I watched this shit all the time, and I love Jaws two. It's oh my god! It's so memorable. Oh my god! They bring back Chief Brody before he decided he was above this shit. <laughs> who plays so, uh? Who plays him? The same guy. Well, I don't know. Roy Schneider. Oh, okay. Is he famous? I mean, he was in Jaws. Don't that make you famous? Yeah, I, I, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. <laughs> like oh, I said, I've, I've never seen Jaws. Well, we're going to have to watch it then. Oh, it's, an, it. it's an American classic. I mean, come on. Is it as good as... Like Bill and Ted? I say it's on the same level playing field. Okay, then yeah, I'm interested. Let's do this. Oh, yes. Awesome. They got you Abraham Lincoln in Jaws? They got a dude who has like a facial hair like Abraham Lincoln. Is that kind Perfect. Of- I'm I'm sold. <laughs> and they have a, a the mayor. You're gonna love the mayor of Jaws. He's oh, the I hope best. It's mayor McCheese. No, it could be. I mean, maybe it is. I don't know. You have to wait and watch. That's my favorite mayor. What about the mayor from the Clerks cartoon series? Leonardo is he the mayor? No, <laughs> I, know. I I just think he's a a wealthy businessman. Who's the mayor? Is is the mayor Mayor McCheese in that? Isn't the mayor Actually, someone silly? <laughs> You know, the mayor oh, he wore is just a, a guy who was, he was on his way to a costume party <laughs> dressed as Mayor McCheese. That's right. That's why I got confused. <laughs> the clerk's cartoon is people. I don't know how many times <laughs> we got to say it. It is high art. It's maybe the best thing Kevin Smith's ever done. Oh, no, Legit. maybe about it. It is. It's so fucking The Clerks good. cartoon is the absolute hands down greatest thing Kevin Smith's name has ever been on. Oh my god. And it still holds up. It's wonderful. It you know what? I think I'm going to watch it relatively soon. Yes. Oh my god. Joe, give me another sequel you love. All right, next one I got on my list, Rocky 4. I'm a Rocky 3 guy, but I know you love your Rocky 4. The greatest musical ever produced. If you take away the music from this movie, I wonder if everyone loves it as much. Well, Mike Francesa the other day was shitting on Rocky 4. About how the 20-minute montage in Russia is the worst 20 minutes of film ever. That's probably the best part of the movie. (laughs) so, So, Mike Francesa, fuck you. You've lost me, bro. I'm done with you. I'm done with you, Mike Francesa. I did enjoy your 30 for 30, though. I still haven't watched it. I heard it was the lowest 30 for 30 ever. Yes. Outside of New York. It's like no one gives a fuck. It did great numbers in New York, and that's it. Which makes sense. It does. It does. But when you think, like, 
so much of the sports world today is because of those two guys. It's crazy. It is, no. It is. Mike and the Mad Dog. Oh, man. Sports Radio 66, the fan. WFA. But I love Rocky for the drama of Drago killing Apollo Creed. Terrible. You know, just... Just minutes after Apollo Creed came out to living in America in his Uncle Sam outfit. Holy smokes. I mean, geez, that that is good old-fashioned storytelling at its finest. There's been some rumors that uh, they're going to bring him back. Not a rumor. Stallone confirmed it. He posted his script, uh, well, oh. like a couple pictures up on the uh, Instagram recently. Did he really? Yes, he did. So For those Creed, who don't Creed know, two. yes, Creed 2 is going to have Mr. Drago in it. Interesting. That's, uh, wow. How old would this guy be in the well, uh, I don't know universe? if he's going to fight. Maybe his son is going to fight Apollo's son, and Apollo's son can kill Drago's son now. <laughs> I don't think they'll go that far. but <laughs> How good would that be? Maybe I should call Stallone. That'd Payback's a bitch. <laughs> And then you just see Drago holding his son's lifeless carcass in the fucking middle of the ring. There's no easy way out. There's no shortcut home. Oh, my God. So that's that's why I love Rocky Four because now we can kill Drago's son. I mean, think it's... about it. Rocky rescued. Rocky Balboa, probably the most famous boxer of all time, right? Maybe Muhammad Ali, Maybe. It's close, but I'll give it to Rocky. But the time Rocky, the movies were coming out, boxing was a fucking dying sport, saved by Rocky, who also ended the Cold War with his speech at the end of Rocky IV. He doesn't get enough credit for that. No. Like, you know, we think shit is fucked up with Russia now. You can't imagine when Gomez and I were were kids, or the shit we had going on with Russia back then. Fucking insanity. And who solved it? Rocky. Because if he can change, and they can change, we all can change. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I didn't want to put any, like, uh, Friday the 13th or Nightmare on Elm Street sequels on here. Even though some of those movies are great. You yourself were a fan of some of those sequels, right, Joe? I fully expected you to fit some of those in. I did. I, I didn't want to because my whole list could be all, you know, I love Jason 4, Jason 6, Freddy 3, Freddy 4. There you go. My list is done. That's not huh? fun, is it? <laughs> so I'm not going to do that. Um, I just will give them honorable mentions and say they're the best. But uh, <clears throat> I will bring up Evil Dead 2. Now, Evil Dead 2 is kind of a a remake but also sequel kind of thing. The first Evil Dead was made for like mere peanuts, like nothing. So when they finally got investors, they wanted to redo some things and then mix it up a bit. And have you ever seen any of these Evil Dead movies? No, no. Of course I don't not. know. Sometimes it's on TV or you watch it with a friend. I mean, they're pretty famous uh, movie. I don't have TV or friends, Gomez. <laughs> uh, yes, that's true. I'm a lone wolf. 
A one-man wolf pack. <laughs> well, Evil Dead Two is wonderful. I think I'm gonna I'm gonna say this. I think it's a movie you would like. And if I showed you it during our upcoming six weeks of horror that starts next month, I hope you're ready. I think if I pick that movie, I think you'll enjoy it. It's silly. It's funny. You know, I try to pick those things for you. It's bloody. But it's like comical blood. You know what I'm trying to say there? It's not like vicious okay. blood. So it's it, it's silly blood. You know? Yeah, I got you. So I I would show you that movie. I, I'm gonna pencil that in. Now, the, if if I remember correctly, Evil Dead is the movie with the guy from Burn Notice. Yes, this is where he was famous from. He uh, goes to a cabin. They find a book, the Necromon- Necromonica, the Book of the Dead. They read passages from it because that's what you do when you find creepy books that are made from human skin. And uh, monsters start coming out and they got to fight the monsters off. This sounds like Mr. Strange. <laughs> Does it? Yeah. Isn't isn't that what, what that was? <laughs> Didn't he fight dead people or something? No, were they dead in that movie? We're talking about Doctor Strange. For I those don't, know. don't know. We call him Mister <laughs> Strange because we sure he lost his doctorate at some point. <laughs> but when he lost he his can't hands, be a doctor you know. No more. So he's just Mister Strange. <laughs> you don't get to keep your title. Yeah. Fuck you. <laughs> I I don't know. Can you? Are you a doctor for life? If you just take, you pass your test. I mean, if you could be NWO for life, maybe you can be a doctor. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Fucking Scott Norton's still walking around with an NWO t-shirt. He ain't t-shirt. got nothing else to live for, bro. <laughs> I mean, come on. Scott Norton is having a uh, nice little comeback on the indies right is now, Is he actually. really? I've always, I always love Vicious and yeah. Delicious. He's actually been popping up everywhere, having some good matches, too. Really? Yeah. Like, where's he, uh, like... All over. He's been in New York, uh, the whole Northeast, the Midwest. He's been killing it. Oh God. Is he in shape? What does he look like? I haven't seen I got to look at this now. He looks like, he looks like Scott Norton, but just really? older. Wow. Scott Norton, 2017. Let's go, Google. Show me what it looks like. Oh, man. You fucking pieces. He, uh, he did, like, one match, and it went really well, and then everyone just, like, all of a sudden was booking Scott he looks Norton. looks good. I'm looking at it. Yeah. It looks like, yeah, I dig it. He's still fucking big. He's a big bastard still. Oh, yeah. wow. I'm going to have to check that out, see if he, uh... oh, wow. Thank you for that information. I had no idea Scott Norton was back. I always loved him. Joe, what you got? What's another sequel you love? All right, next one up on my list. And this is a recent one. But... Captain America, The Winter it's Soldier. It's an amazing movie, and I like have it on my it's list. Probably, I don't have it on my list. It's it's good. I know. It's probably my favorite of the Marvel movies. That's not a stretch. You know, now that there's just been so many movies, that it, it's kind of tough to rank Realistically, them all, it is but, probably the best Marvel movie. You don't, It doesn't have to be your favorite, but just in terms of a movie, it is probably the best Marvel movie. It's, it is great. I love... Captain America to begin with, I think Chris Evans is great, but Sebastian Stan fucking kills it as Bucky, and the story they tell in in part two is just terrific. I love it. 
And I can't wait for it to come back on Netflix. <laughs> Civil War is on Netflix. Civil War I've watched like a hundred times. Like I'll put it on. I'm like, ah, you know what? I'm going to pass out soon. Let's just put something on. Okay, Civil War. Although Rogue One is now on Netflix. So that's become my new go I want to watch that again. Yeah, I haven't seen it since it came out. I do want to rewatch that because we had such a great time when I loved it. I thought it was great. I I enjoyed Rogue One a lot. And I want to hear Jane so I, I, Every time <laughs> I just picture her, I'm like, you got to say it this time. Say it. Say it. No, they cut it I out know. of the movie. It's only in That's the trailer. What I'm it's Every so time terrible. I look, I'm like, this is it. This you gotta say it this time. <laughs> <laughs> Rebellions are built on hope. <laughs> oh, they should have put that shit back in. Could you imagine you turn on Netflix and you're <laughs> half asleep and you hear her say that shit? You're like, wait a minute. <laughs> you know what the thing is, it like it kind of bugs me that like I feel like I'm the only one who loves that line as much as I feel like it deserves to be loved. Well, yes. It's kind of like that Harrison Ford movie. <laughs> I already work around the clock. Oh, my God. Yes. <laughs> like, why weren't more people on, on the bandwagon with I already work around the clock? Like, that was my jam for, like, years. Oh. You know, and before that, it was Sean Connery and Finding Forrester with You're all the man now, dog. <laughs> I don't remember you saying that one. <laughs> Of course, I said it all the time <laughs> to to everybody. Anyone who would listen to me, I I walk down the street and be like, "You're the man now, dog." <laughs> People need to appreciate this shit like I do. My next sequel <laughs> is also a superhero movie. It's Spider Man Two. I have that on my list. It's amazing. I haven't seen it in a couple years, but I did. It's a great I did movie. I watch it within the past like two, three years, and it is stupendous. Doc Ock is absolutely wonderful as a villain. Alfred Molina puts on a hell of so a performance. Probably, good. it's probably his second best role. Behind Boogie Nights, of course. Next to, next to the drug dealer yes, in Boogie Nights. I agree, yes. one and two definitely, hundred percent. And I mean, I know we all love Tom Holland as Spider Man, but Tobey Maguire was good too. I ain't got no problem with Tobey Maguire as Spider-Man. No, Tobey Maguire gave us a lot of great moments. Like like the My Chemical Spidey But everyone hates in, that. In everyone three. hates that, and I don't know why. Why don't you understand? This nerdy kid doesn't <laughs> understand what it's like to be a badass. Like, come on. It, for the same reason why people don't understand why this is a rebellion, <laughs> right? A rebel is so good. Maybe we're the only ones that should be allowed to watch movies. I, I don't feel know. Like I'm the only one sometimes, bro. People be watching some shit that I'm like, are we watching the same shit? Oh my goodness. But yeah, Spider-Man 2 is stupendous. I think we forget because there was a Spider-Man in between, you know, the amazing Spider-Man with Andrew Garfield. So I think we forget how good those other Spider-Mans cuz we all, we just shit talk Spider-Man movies now. Like if they've all been bad. No, they haven't. No. When that first Spider-Man came out, now remember, that was on the heels of the X-Men movie that caught everyone by surprise because no one was expecting that to be good. And then all of a sudden it was like, wait a minute, this was good. Wow, they could make a good comic movie. Oh, my God. Yeah, and then when Spider-Man was coming out with Tobey Maguire, it was like, all right, let's not get too excited. Let's not compare it to X-Men. It's probably not going to be that good. You know, you had to temper your excitement, but then all of a sudden you're like, yo, this was fucking good. Green Goblin and shit. Yeah, fucking you get him, Willem Dafoe. 
it was a good movie. And then Spider Man Two, I'm I'm sorry, Spider Man Two fucking yeah, killed it. Hundred percent. I think up until recently, I believe I know in my uh, film Twitter circles, it was regarded as one of the best, if not the best, comic book movie of all time. And it, and rightfully so. I Absolutely. Think nowadays, it's you know, fun. I get it. Now it's just, I guess it's the cool thing just to shit on old Spider-Man because all the other superheroes have taken that's over. That's what I think. But that's bullshit. And that's I mean, bullshit. we should both say that uh, we both did. I mean, I'll say I love. Did you love the new Spider-Man? I love the new Spider-Man. Spider-Man Homecoming. Yes. I had a I had a couple minuscule problems with it, but I walked out of there saying. I was entertained as fuck, and I look forward to a sequel. Yeah, I thought he played a great Spider-Man. I love the young kid being Spider-Man. I thought, I know you, did you like Michael Keaton? I know some people didn't like Michael Keaton, but I thought I Michael thought Keaton Michael was great. I thought Michael Keaton was great. He yes. was great. I like, I, I have turned a corner on Michael Keaton recently, because when I was a kid, I was not a fan of Michael Keaton Batman. I get it. But I love Michael Keaton in this as the Vulture. I love Michael Keaton in RoboCop. <laughs> yes. So he's had a Michael good couple Keaton, years for you. Yes, Michael Keaton's doing movies for me now, and I appreciate that. <laughs> My only real problem with the Spider-Man movie is that why is it so easy to figure out who the fuck Spider-Man is? He's a criminal mastermind. He figured it out, bro. The he vo- figured it out on the fucking driving the kids to school. <laughs> it took him eight minutes. <laughs> Did you have a problem? Some people had the problem where uh, Spider-Man didn't really have Spidey sense. I didn't have a problem with that because while it's not an origin story, I feel like, and it's explained in the movie, he's still learning what he can and can't do. So I feel like the Spidey sense is something that he's got to kind of nurture. When you when you're on Twitter, there's you run in circles. You know, there's black Twitter, baseball Twitter, basketball Twitter. You know. And yes, so, that's why you need TweetDeck to kind of separate everything. So I have I run in Black Twitter, basketball, and film Twitter is use is my my big three. And film Twitter, like they love movies, but then sometimes it seems like they just want to talk shit about movies. And people have a problem with everything, and so people complain about the Spidey sense. People complaining about fucking. Uh, Oh, I gotta see him talk to to this stupid Siri suit thing. It's like who like act like it goes on for so long. It's see, but this is because this is just the world we live in now, it's, where it's hot take universe. Ugh, it's so annoying. Like, did you hear about this idiot today, Doug Gottlieb from Fox Sports? I know who he is, but I didn't hear what he did today. Okay, so like he only has a job because he's like Mister Hot Take. He's another one of these idiots. Yeah, like, his show is on up. TV. It's like terrible. Yeah, it's Ugh. fucking terrible. He's atrocious. And his whole thing today was we have to start questioning Adrian Beltre and his 3,000 hits because he's from the Dominican Republic, so we know they all use steroids there. Ew. What a jerk-off. <laughs> like, I get it. Yes, th- there is a an issue with Dominicans and steroids, but, like, to generalize the whole... You know, nation and nationality, like it's just bullshit. Until it's someone just, fails the test, leave them a fuck alone. That's it. Exactly. Like, just fucking stop. When they what fail, a piece of shit. you could get on them. And even then, I don't give a shit. I know people do, but I don't care. Who cares? But 
that's just that's ridiculous. I didn't even hear that today. Wow. What a if, if I said all if I said all sports talk show hosts have alcohol problems, yes, I'm sure some do. Does that mean they all do? No. Like just stop. So stupid, Jesus Christ. But this is the world we live in now where this is the kind of shit that like hits it big. Like you gotta have your hot take. Yeah. Like you can't just like something. That's something. I don't see how people could be annoyed with Spider Man Homecoming. It's a wonderful no, film. Like, you, it, I get, get yeah. here's the argument I get was people were saying, Oh, but like the vulture, there's like a billion other better Spider Man villains. And it's like, yo, not for nothing. Spider Man the amazing Spider Man was fucking terrible. And it wasn't because of the cast. They were just bad scripts, bad stories. And now, because of how successful the Avengers has been, it's left Spider-Man so far behind in the dust that you need to reestablish this character. And this movie was, in essence, a squash match. You need to reestablish Spider-Man and get him over again. And I thought they did that very well. But I'm sorry. The Vulture is a part of the Sinister Six. Like, that's his... Yes, but all people want to see is Doc Ock no, and Venom. I don't want to see them. For Venom's getting his own movie. We already had Doc Ock. We've had two Green Goblins. Get out of here. I, uh, there's other people to do. Come on. That's so stupid. I'm hoping they do a movie with Craven. I would love that. Like, that's what, probably the biggest argument against the movie I heard was that people were like, oh, well, why was it The Vulture? That's retarded. And I even think they wanted to do the Vulture in Amazing Spider-Man 3 also. He's a he's a popular character. That's so stupid. He has six main bad guys, the Sinister Six. You saw two of them. And, uh, you know, that's it. Cut it out. Oh, my God. Fuck like, why can't you just enjoy the fucking movie? <sighs> like, it was a good movie. <sighs> yes, it was. Like, give, me, give me another sequel, Poppy. All right. Next one. This could be quick because we talked about it on a prior episode. Christmas Vacation. See, that's funny because people, it is a sequel, but they see they all seem like standalone movies because they all deal with different things. But yeah, no, that's yes. a great that's a great choice. I I love Christmas Vacation. I love all the vacation movies. Maybe not European. European so much, is but, garbage. I'll, I'll say it right now. I don't like. But it. the first Vacation, Vegas Vacation, Vegas is the even. Best. Vegas is so good. So good. But even the remake they did with uh, Ed Helms and Christine Applegate, I enjoyed that. It was fine. It was fine. Like, it was fine. But Christmas Vacation, so many good quotes from there. Don't worry, Clark. He just yakking on the bone. Like, (laughs) (laughs) Merry Christmas. Shitter was full. Like, so good. Like, when... When Clark's eagerly anticipating his bonus and he's sitting in the boardroom and everyone's walking by and he's going, Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas, kiss my ass, kiss his <laughs> ass, kiss your ass. That's great. Happy Hanukkah. Like, great stuff. Chevy Chase is a fucking American foundation. He's a national that we treasure. All f- oh, my God, is he ever. Just because he's an asshole, who cares? Lots of people are assholes. Yeah, and and I love him in Community. I loved Community. You loved Community, Gomez. I know this because we used to talk about it every week when it was on. Him as Pierce in Community was terrific. Stupendous. I love Chevy Chase. Was it the same without him? That was the start of the downfall. 
Well, it was really once once Troy left because I think Troy was the first one. Was it? Yes. Oh, I guess he stuck around because I know, I know he had problems because Chevy mm. Chase has a problem with everything. <laughs> but <laughs> uh, I okay. So I, did he do less episodes? Is that what it was? Well, it was Troy left, and then like Chevy Chase was supposed to come back, and then like he didn't finish the whole season, so they just That's they brought what, in yes. Fred Willard for like an episode or something, and pretended he was Pierce. Yeah, that was good. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! <laughs> but I love Chevy Chase. I love the Vacation movies. Christmas Vacation is an all-time classic. It is. This place. If if you don't agree, go fuck yourself. Go fuck yourself. I got two more movies here. Terminator 2. Come on. Classic. Fucking classic. And this was another one where I saw Terminator 2, and that was my Terminator. And then years later, I'm like, oh, yeah, there's a Terminator 1 where it's more of a kind of horror movie. But this Terminator 2 was fucking stupendous. Have you seen it recently? Not recently, but I want to say... I think I was probably like 12 or 13 when Terminator 2 came out. And I had never seen the first Terminator. But when Terminator 2 came out, that was like the world stopped. It was fucking amazing. It was massive. Like if you went to school without having seen Terminator 2 Judgment Day, you were a fucking L7 weenie. (laughs) Fucking idiot. Oh, yeah. I saw it uh, about two years ago, and it still holds up. The graphics still look good. That T, uh, T-1000 T still looks good. Now, I will say, at Universal Studios Orlando, I believe they still have the Terminator 2 stunt show. What? And no, they don't. Yeah. Get the fuck yeah. out of here. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. That's amazing. The last time I sat through it, was probably six or seven years ago. That does not really hold up. I can imagine now. <laughs> Did you ever play the arcade game Terminator 2? Oh my god, yeah. That was the shit, man. You had the Holy fucking gun. Fuck. I was, oh my god. Now that was, you have to remember too, you couldn't play that everywhere. It's not like they could fit that machine in like a pizza place. No, that was a big, so, you had to go to the arcade for that one. You had to go to Hot Skates or something, yeah. Hot Skates. <laughs> oh, my God. So good. Love it. But Terminator 2 was huge, man. No. You know, that was... that was. I don't want to say the peak of Arnold's, like, superstardom, but he was, like, one of the biggest stars on the fucking planet still at that point. That's, what, 92-ish? 91. Like, 91. So... He's a fucking massive megastar coming out with this big action fucking, you know, state-of-the-art graphics and computer-generated imaging and shit. Like, that was a massive deal. I want to say that's the peak Arnold because after that, I guess the next thing was True Lies. And then after that was, you know, I'm trying to think. Let's let's look real fast. So, t- What's that movie you like? Last Action Hero. Last Action Hero was around that time. That's 93, like, then yeah. True Lies, then Junior. Then he comes back yeah. with Eraser. That's, 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 that's the peak. That's Arnold Schwarzenegger as the king of the world that, right there. That, that's top guy Arnold right there. The year T2. before was Total Recall. 
the running yeah. man, predator. Yeah, no, that's I Terminator Two's got to be peak Arnold Schwarzenegger right there. Okay, I won't argue with that one. Because after that, I mean, I still enjoy some Arnold Schwarzenegger movies, but you know, I like Eraser actually. Eraser was Eraser good. was good. I remember yeah. they filmed the scene where the house blows up. They filmed that in uh, in Whitestone. New York by my aunt's house and uh, we stood around the set for a while to try to watch it but they did it so late that we were like alright let's get the hell out of here <laughs> I'm fucking tired like, yeah, right. tired of waiting for Arnold and then we heard like a boom we're like oh <laughs> we should have waited <laughs> when you had your backs to the set and you were halfway down the block all of a sudden like alright let's turn around and go it's like when you're sitting out all summer for the ice cream man and then you say all right i guess he's not coming today and then you go upstairs you start playing video games and or taking a shit and and then all of a sudden the ice cream man comes and you can't wipe your ass fast enough to run back outside it's very sad you never get you never get your fucking ninja turtle pop with the gumballs for eyes i love that i was always a buffalo bill guy buffalo bill was Was great the fucking that was my double main man buffalo bill bro See when when I, when I was a kid, I was I was always into those character pops, but it was Buffalo Bill was a, the big one yeah. until they started doing like the licenses, and then all of a sudden you had Super Mario and the Ninja Turtles. Yeah, it was Ninja the, Turtles. The, the WWF ice cream well, bars that was always forget about it. Yes, that might be the greatest ice cream bar ever. I wouldn't even debate. Uh, that's you have you have the, the champ, the vanilla ice cream which was good. Then you had the chocolate, the hard chocolate backing. But the cookie, the greatest on the top cookie of it. ever made. Holy shit! I wish I could take it behind the middle school and get it pregnant. Fucking the best. Uh, are you a fan of the other Terminator movies? Have you seen them? Uh, I've seen part one and part two. You never saw I didn't Terminator see any Three? Of the... I didn't. Terminator Three is okay, and then Terminator Four is no good. Mm. <laughs> no good. What do you got? What's your uh, what you got? All right, my all time, yeah, my all time favorite sequel. I saved for last. What you got there, Poppy? I'm surprised it wasn't Toy Story Three. Yeah, you see, I I was I had a feeling you would uh, you would do this, so I let you do it. The Toy Story sequels two and three are both yes. fucking stupendous. I mean, come on. I, now the reason I say three is because I feel like each Toy Story movie got better than the one prior to it. I don't think and you get to me, it's there. the greatest, the greatest trilogy movie trilogy ever. Oh shit! Shots fired. It, it wraps up perfectly. It's got heart. It pulls at the heartstrings. Wraps up. They're when, making when, a fucking part four. Of those bastards. I'm shocked. Like that. It, it kind of bothers me in a sense. It's like, but everything ended so perfectly. Like I know. Just leave it alone. I guess we gotta see what the little girl does with the toys or whatever. I know, but it's just like, oh my god! Like when I walked out, it took me a while to see Toy Story three in theaters. Like everyone had pretty much gone to see it. So one night, I went by myself, and I was in tears when the toys are all in that fucking bro. Uh, it is one of the saddest movie moments ever when they all realize they're about to fucking die. They're about to die, it's and they insane. all just hold each other's hands. Holy, it is fuck. insane! It's like, oh my god, you if you don't tear up or get sad for that part you have no soul like just stop absolutely like, not <laughs> like this, let me tell you a story so i'm sitting in the movie theater by myself at a kid's movie questionable to begin with thankfully it had been out for a while so i didn't look too creepy because it's not like the place was packed but when that scene happens 
Now, I, I'm an easy crier. I cry at a lot. I get very emotional. Fag. <laughs> and, and someone in there called me a fag. <laughs> but I start sobbing as the scene is taking place to the point where the little girl who is sitting in front of me with her mom turns around and goes, do you need a tissue? Oh, my God. <laughs> I love it. And I didn't. I had like a handful of napkins I had grabbed when I got my snacks. So I was like, no, thank you. But thank you. But, he, but she knew. But also, <laughs> isn't it sad at the end when Andy's saying goodbye to the toys and giving the toys to and the that's little again, girl? That's sad, like, too. Oh, my. I cried so much in this movie. I just, I just cry all the time. I just fucking cry. Oh, man. It's listen, greatest movie trilogy ever. It's an excellent choice. I don't think anyone. If you want to say it's not the greatest trilogy, that's fine. We can debate but it. It's definitely in the discussion. You better have something real good because I'll tell you why right now. It's not fucking Star Wars, and it's not fucking Back to the Future either. Well, no, because none of no those, one would ever say Back, Back to, to the, the Future because it's part three. You get people who do, but that's I the would thing. think people would say Lord of the. I Rings. enjoy part two. Uh, that's not real. Fucking things. Those those aren't movies. Those are fucking life investments. How long those fucking things are? They're only two and a half hours long. It's not that bad. It feels much longer. The first one is very long. I'm not a big fan of it, but two and three, and I think at the end of three you'll be crying. Trust me. It's they're mm. good movies. Um, these uh, new Planet of the Apes movie, they've been the low key all time great trilogy. Really? Yeah, they're really fucking. I've never good. seen any of them. These last two, uh, last uh, Dawn of the Planet of the Apes is amazing. I almost put it on my list, but I was trying to not put too many things that are too recent to be like recency bias. Mm-hmm. But uh, the second one, Dawn of the Planet of the Apes, is fucking amazing. And this one that just came out uh, two, three weeks ago, whatever, is is excellent, excellent, excellent. And I think if you watch the movies, I think you would you would enjoy them because it's you huh. it's talking animals. Hello, I know I, how I haven't seen movies with talking animals. No one will ever understand. Although I once I got around to seeing Zootopia, I was very glad I did. It's a great movie. Yeah, that's on I Netflix now too. Yeah, that's where I saw For it. For some reason, it's not on Shiloh's rotation yet. She's seen it. She likes it, but I don't know why. It's talking animals. I figured she'd be into it more. But what about a Secret Life of Pets? That's her favorite like that movie one? of all time. I've watched it four hundred times. I'm not even joking. I, that's a real number. I'm a fan. It's stupendous. I think the voice acting is so. Louis C.K. as that little dog is is perfect. Yes. Jenny Slade as the little. It's just I love the voice uh, choices there, and I think it's a. Good I little have movie. such a problem with Jenny Slate. Because and she got she hooked up with Chris Evans. <laughs> no, no, it's just I can't hear her or see her without wanting her to be Mona Lisa Saperstein from Parks and Rec. It's the best. So, like, uh, it's very hard for me. I'm, I'm like, oh my god, why aren't you doing Mona Lisa you're not shit right enough. now? Like, money, you're not, money. You're not working the gimmick. <laughs> money, please. Money, please. So what about it? What's happening now, Gomez? You hitting us with Gremlins two again? No, nah, I'm not gonna hit you with Gremlins two. I'm gonna go with another horror movie. It's uh, Dawn of the Ooh. Dead. What is this? The sequel to? Uh, Night of the Living Dead. 
there's Night of the Heard Living of Dead, then there's Dawn of the Dead, then there's Day of the Dead. I'm gonna make you. There's a lot of dead. I'm gonna make you watch these movies uh, come Halloween time because these are oh, I these are all time classic movies. And George, yes, I know. If and George Romero just recently passed away. It's very sad. George Romero. He's the director. I thought his name was. Oh, I'm I'm thinking Ray Romano. <laughs> Completely confused. <laughs> well, the creator of these movies recently passed away. Oh, my brother is tall. <laughs> Raymond. <laughs> It's stupid. Everyone loves Raymond as a wonderful TV show. I've never really liked it. Really, like it's okay, but I've ne- I've never really watched it consistently. Late night, but like when I do see it, I fall asleep well, that's to King of Queens. Everyone loves Raymond. Those are good shows. I'm not a King of Queens guy either. Who oh, boy, you don't like Kevin James? That's your boy. I I'm tired of being compared to Kevin James. Well, I'm not comparing you to him. I just know you like him because he's no. But I get that comparison all the time. It's like, oh my god, you're like the real Kevin James. I'm you're... like, well, there is a an actual <laughs> Kevin James, and he's not fake. <laughs> and and he was the zookeeper, which is a tremendous movie. Yeah, and Paul Blart, more cop. Uh, yeah, and that had a sequel. Yes, which... it did. <laughs> But uh, I don't I, King of Queens. It just doesn't do it for me. Everybody loves Raymond. I, they, not that they're bad, but they're never anything I want to sit down and and watch or anything that I've ever sought out. My parents always watched it, so I would sit around and watch it with them, and I enjoyed it. And so I watch it sometimes. It's good. Speaking of Kevin James, quick. So he's got that new show, like Kevin can uh, wait. Kevin can, can wait or something. And the, Kevin can wait. I think it is. Yeah. And they're killing off his wife on the show. That way they yep. can bring in Leah Remini. So fucked up. <laughs> they brought her in for a guest spot last season. Everybody loved it. And so they announced that she was coming back as a regular and the wife was gone. And then, yeah, it came out today or yesterday or whatever that they're going to kill her off. Which is just so fucked up. Could you imagine? Now, this is so- I would love. I would love. If they did a spinoff show with the wife as like as her character, but like she fakes her own death so not to be married to Kevin James anymore. <laughs> you think it's that bad being married to Kevin James? I mean it's gotta be terrible. Uh... Having to hang out with Adam Sandler all the time. <laughs> oh my goodness. Uh so yeah, my number one was Daughter of the uh, for those that don't know, it's uh, a zombie movie. It takes place in a mall. These people lock themselves in a mall to get away from the zombies. And because it's a mall, they can kind of live and do things. And it's uh, it's good. There was a So this is basically the Dead Rising video game? That's where they get the idea from, yeah. Oh, okay. And uh, it's great. There was a remake in, I think it was 2004... A, a double main man, Zack Snyder, and uh, oh, it's fucking amazing. It's just as good as the original. Really? I love both of them. They're both great. It's different, but it's great. And huh? I, like I said, I'm not into remakes of trash because I've seen a lot of good fucking remakes. And Dawn of the like Robocop, Dawn of the Dead, one of my favorite movies of all time, had a remake, which is also one of my favorite movies of all time. So remakes can be good. Yes, there's shitty ones, but there's just shitty movies. Period. <laughs> like correct. People act like only remakes are shitty, 
Bro, this shitty movie comes out every fucking week. My goodness. So yeah, Dawn of the Dead. One or two, whatever you want to watch. Excuse me, not one or two. Original or remake. Either one you want to watch, I think you'll enjoy. Watch it, son. Well, that's good. I'm Now I'm kind of looking forward to Halloween season. Yes, I know I joked that I was going to make you watch fucked up stuff. But no, that's not the point of of uh, of the show here. I want you to enjoy things. I want us to have fun. I don't want you to be like, Gomez, it was terrible. The man, he he killed this baby and then he ate it. Like, that's not fun. Yeah, I don't want to watch that. <laughs> yeah, I know you don't. So I wouldn't make you do that. Uh, I just got a, a couple quick honorable mentions. Sure. Diga me. Empire Strikes Back. Of course. I didn't want to do the it. The best Star Wars. I, I, it's, it, yeah, I didn't want to put it on my list, yeah. but... You know, let's acknowledge it. It's there. I didn't want to put that. I didn't want to put. Uh, I didn't want to put any Lord of the Rings. They're great. We all know that. We don't need to. Put like it on. everyone says, Godfather Two. Yeah. I've never seen any of the Godfather movies. So maybe if it is, I don't know. Uh, but personally, Mannequin on the Move. I know you love that fucking one movie. of my favorite sequels ever. I love Mannequin on the Move. And you love it more than the original, right? You don't even like the first one. Absolutely. No, I do like the okay, first one. It's like just not it. as good just as the as second good. one. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Mannequin on the Move is terrific. I love it. The Dark Knight. You have an honorable mention? The Dark Knight. Yeah, I didn't want to yeah, put it yeah, on. Because, yeah. you know, it's cliche at this point. Shit like that. I have to revisit those movies again and see if it holds up. Uh, I'm sure. I didn't want to put any of the Harry Potter movies on here. See, because to me, like, I understand their sequels. But it's one but long I'm so- story. It's one long story, and I'm so biased to the books. So it may, like, the movies I feel are just nice supplemental pieces. Sure. So I, it's hard for me, as much as I love Harry Potter, it's hard for me to put them on the movies on any kind of best list. I get it. And like I said, I didn't want to put any of the sequels. Child's Play 2 was one of my favorite movies. Yeah. Shit like that. Because. Horror movies are pretty much all about sequels, so <laughs> to do that is kind of silly. And I, I, I do want to mention one last movie. Um, I wrote down my least favorite sequel ever, and you were just talking about shitty sequels. Oh, wow. You know? So I don't know if you have one written down or off the top of your head, but when I said, I said, you know what? Let me write this down because of how much I hate this movie. Fantastic Four, Rise of the Silver Surfer. Jesus. What a fucking shit sandwich of a movie. Well, you don't like Galactus the Cloud? Oh, my God. <laughs> I've been... Uh, it's summertime, so I do my summer reading here. The baby's playing outside, so I have my tablet. I just read, and I've read about 15 comics so far this summer. And uh, I see that because I follow you on Goodreads. Yes. And so I've read some Fantastic Four stuff because that's a thing I've never read. I just know them. I know they're popular. But uh, I read a Galactus thing, and I'm like, oh, let me read this. And it was Galactus and the Silver Surfer. And it was basically like the movie. It's the same kind of idea. And I was like, oh, so this is how it should be. This is how it's supposed to be good and entertaining. So did you enjoy the story then? Yes. Uh, the movie, not so much. I remember that movie being yeah. fucking hot trash. Yes, absolutely. Absolute garbage. Off the top of my and head, 
Uh, it's funny you're reading all these uh, comics right now because I have been following your uh, your Goodreads, as I said. But uh, I'm actually reading a book called uh, Marvel Comics: The Untold Story, and it's about the history of Marvel Comics. Ooh, is it good? So far, it's really good. Very uh, informative. Like I, I've said in the past, I was never a big comic book guy, but a lot of the people I associate with or close friends were very into comics, and this is actually like a really good perspective of Marvel Comics from the beginning of Marvel Comics. So it's it's pretty long, it's pretty detailed, like there's a lot of names to kind of try to keep up with as to who's doing what and where and why, but uh, I'm about... Eh, maybe about a third of the way through it. But uh, it's pretty interesting. Pretty interesting stuff. I like to read books, but it's just hard with the baby because I feel it's easier. Because you're never really paying attention. It's easier to read a comic, look at the picture, yeah. read it real fast. You know, I, I can't really sit down and immerse myself into a book. No, I get you. So I read my comics, and so far everything's been enjoyable. I will say... When I read recent comics, and I do like right now, I'm reading World War Hulk, and uh, it's about Hulk coming back to Earth to fuck shit up because they shot him into space and stuff. I don't know if you ever okay. heard about that. Obviously, Planet Hulk because the Hulk is so dangerous. They have to the Illuminati, but of course, yes, <laughs> come and they decide to shoot him into space. He goes to space. He becomes this hero for this planet. Blah blah blah. Stuff happens. He comes back to Earth angry. So I'm reading it, and it's one of these comic events where there's only like four episode, four episodes. There's only four issues of World War Hulk, but then there's you know Ant Man number sixteen is a tie-in, and X Men. Oh, won. gotcha, gotcha. And it is very annoying. I have the Marvel Unlimited app, so it makes it a little easier. But it's just to read it. And I'm reading the same kind of part again because now it's like, oh, this is what Iron Man was doing here. And this is what it, it's just ugh. comics have gotcha, gotten gotcha. really <laughs> fucking. I read Civil War a couple years ago and it's fucking 82 issues. And because it's, you know, Spider-Man 307 and it's just ugh, it's oh. it's very annoying. That's one thing um, I feel if you're a comic book fan, like it's it's shitty to be a fan of comics because of what they do to you. Comics are like $4 a pop. Could you imagine? Ooh. Yeah. Like, I remember my buddy Joe, uh, like, if we had training on a Wednesday, he wouldn't show up until after he picked up his comics. Yeah. So, but it was, at that point, it was like a, and this is going back probably 10 years, if not more, but at that point, it was a $40 a week habit. Yeah, it's expensive to keep uh, up on things. So, like, so (laughs) it's crazy. Yeah, like, I mean, that 40 bucks a week is a lot. That's way, that's very a lot because you add it up, it's over $100 a month. That's insane. You're, you're talking just for four, comics. $40 a week is one twenty over $2,000 a year. That's insane for comics, yeah. On, yeah, like, it's a lot of money. And, and then you got to store those things, too. Mm-hmm. Like, what the fuck? So, I, like, I know a lot of people aren't big fans of the digital comics because you don't own the comics, this and that. I don't need more stuff in my life. And I don't need boxes of shit. I can see shit. that. You know, especially with the art, I can see that. Like, you want to really absorb it, whatever. But everything's in fucking HD and shit yeah. now. I'm a big... I, I use my Kindle all the time now. Like, I, I read a lot of books. And, you know, yeah, it's nice to have an actual I get it. You hold book the book. Hand, you smell it. I get all that stuff. But... The actual... The... 
ease yes. and convenience. I'd rather have five hundred books right here in my lap right now than a fucking. And then I can delete them and then re-download them whenever I yeah, want. I don't need a bookshelf of fucking comics and books and this. I got enough shit. <laughs> yeah, I've got stacks and stacks of Funko Pops that need room. Imagine you had books and comics too. Forget about it. And I do have books, you know, from back in the day. You know, like back in the day or sometimes recently like oh i was like oh yeah really i'm gonna get this book or uh dark horse comics has put out a bunch of he-man books lately like hardcover like really well done books of mini comic collections and and newspaper strip comic collections besides character guys besides stuff like, like, like that's that. a he-man yeah thing, besides so I'm buying besides that, collectible you know. things like that like your you know animation books and shit like that how often do you yeah. buy a real yeah. book Hardly ever. Yeah. Unless it's like an older book that I'm like looking to get that isn't available on Kindle. Sure, I get that. Like, but I get the I get a paperback off Amazon for like three dollars. Yeah, I get that, but it's just I don't know. Cause I know I have friends. Bobby Sinakis is like that. He likes to have a book. Erdman's like that. They like to have a book. I get it, but. You go to that. Bobby Sanakis is a hundred year old man <laughs> in a thirty year old body. Though. I went to the house the other day, and they have a room, and they have so many fucking books. I'm like, oh my god, you got so many fucking books, bro. It's like Jesus. <sighs> boy, oh boy. Hey, Joel, uh, let's wrap this bad boy up here. Yeah, let's do so. You know how we do it here. We got to hit the music. I think that's how we do it, right? It is now time. For the big finish. That's right. It's time for the big finish. All right, Joe, you ready? So ready. Today's big finish. Top three karaoke songs. Oh, my. Oh, this is easy. I love it. This is easy. Here we go. Man, see, I'm not the biggest karaoke guy, but I mean. See, I know what your number one song is, though. (laughs) Yes. Because you sang specifically to me and then puked all over my car on the way home. Wasn't feeling well before we went there. And then I was like, oh, I feel a little better. And then I started to drink. And guess what happened? I didn't feel good again. <laughs> what a bad decision. So I know that your number one song is Third Eye Blind's Semi-Charmed Life. That's a great song anytime. You should just be singing it whenever, bro. <laughs> just sometimes, you know, you got to be prepared because the words come fast. So you should know the words. <laughs> My number one song is Jump in the Line by Harry Belafonte. Is it really? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> that's my that's my go-to karaoke jam. I love it. Oh my goodness. <laughs> my number 2, Chocolate Salty Balls by Chef from South Park. That's a good one. And number 3, Flavor of the Week by American Hi-Fi. This guy just said Flavor of the Week. 
because it's one of those songs it's upbeat it's fun and it's one of those songs where everybody in there goes oh my god i remember this song that's true that's why i said that because what you said i'm like oh my god i remember that fucking song it's it's one of those things i came across it once fucking slayed it and it killed and i was like gotta gotta keep this one in the old memory bank for next time um i really don't do karaoke the couple times i've done it i've sung uh prince uh kiss that's always good and uh, i don't know i know whenever i do karaoke the next time i go i will be singing demi lovato skyscraper so i'm gonna put no not a good one have you heard my voice yes I hear it every week, Gomez. We've been doing a podcast for almost two years now. Have you heard it sing Skyscraper? Yes, in my car many times. It's like a fucking angel, bro. I don't know what you're talking about. (laughs) All I picture is like Will Ferrell. Let's give him something to talk about. (laughs) Oh, man. All right, guys. We're uh, time's up there. Who gives a shit? Uh Yeah, remember... Hit us up on Facebook, facebook.com slash Jomez. Google Plus, the number one social network that ever existed. We're just Jomez. Twitter, I'm Maximus Sex Power. I'm the Gomez154 on Twitter. Or you can follow the show at Jomez. And don't forget, send us emails, carjomez at gmail.com or visit our website, at carjomez.com. Yes, our web our uh, podcast is now on was it Podbean? Podbean. Yes, so we have a a site there. I believe it's carjomez.podbean.com. You can find yes. all our old episodes there. I think we can post regular shit there too if you ever wanted to. I think you could put your baseball shit there and stuff if you wanted. Ooh. So we can mix that up there and uh we'll be back next week. I'm thinking uh, you want to do Rick and Morty next week. I think we'll uh, we'll discuss it. Maybe we will do Rick and Morty. Because the third season started last night. I don't know if you knew that. Yes, it did. I didn't watch it yet, I guess. I did. Was it good? I'm, I'm caught up. I've watched it twice, oh, actually. Oh, man. It must be good then. All right. <laughs> I, I I'm not I don't want to spoil it. I'm not gonna say it's one of the greatest things ever, but you it definitely has you hyped. Oh man, okay. So maybe we'll talk about that. Maybe we won't. Who fucking knows? I don't know. But we'll be back next week with whatever we fucking ramble about. So until then. Because you're going to listen regardless. Exactly. So we don't need son. I'll talk about this fucking launch pad pop that I'm looking at right now. He's handsome. I love him. Talk about that for two hours. <laughs> oh, until next week, Joseph. We don't say goodbye. We say good journey. Say good night, Shiloh. Good night. Someone in there called me a fag. <laughs>